I'm Rob Skinner, and this is the Rob Skinner Podcast. Today on episode 118, I'm going to talk to Bruce and Rachel Erickson from Flagstaff, Arizona. With retirement looming and severe health challenges to deal with, Bruce and Rachel let go of the American dream and chose to follow God's dream to build a church in Flagstaff. In this episode, they share why they chose to go on the mission team, what were the challenges they faced, and how God blessed their decision with miracles happening. All this and more on the Rob Skinner Podcast. you know something we're doing special until september 20th we're offering a flagstaff discount for those going to the climb conference i want to ask you to please register before september 20th because prices have been held down to 150 dollars until september 20th in honor of the flagstaff mission team after the 20th it'll go up to 175 dollars so please register at robskinner.com and look for the climb conference tab that's robskinner.com look for the climb conference tab and i'll see you in dallas Welcome back to the Rob Skinner Podcast. My goal is to inspire you to live a no regrets life, make this life count, and multiply disciples, leaders, and churches. Today on my program, I've got Bruce and Rachel Erickson. Bruce and Rachel have retired in Flagstaff, Arizona, and gone on a mission team at the same time. Just yesterday, we had a service, the first service of the Flagstaff mission team with 325 people in attendance. It was amazing. And Bruce and Rachel have an amazing story to share. I'm looking forward to having them on the program. Bruce and Rachel, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you. Can you share how you guys became Christians? I'll go since I was first. Um, I was uh, reached out to in a grocery store by Doug Herget back in 1990. And I just got finished a workout and I was in the grocery store buying uh, peanut butter and jelly or something. <laughs> and uh, he walked up to me and it was just, you know, freaky to be invited to church. Uh, but it was at a point in my life where I, you know, need, I was all over the place. I just needed something. And uh, I'd uh, grown up going to different churches uh, in my family. And then I moved to Phoenix I'm from Wisconsin originally moved out to Phoenix and you know into a few churches but just nothing really worked didn't really uh, apply myself to any of it and so checked it out with Doug and came out to church saw a bunch of people that really loved each other and you know it was amazing so I uh, got together with Doug and his friends studied the Bible and eight days got baptized wow and uh, yeah it was awesome what so, year was that it was uh, December of 1990. Wow. So, yeah. How about you? I uh, grew up in New Mexico, and my parents didn't really go to church. My dad was a preacher's son, and he just didn't have a lot of belief. Uh, but my grandparents were Assembly of God ministers, so there was a little bit of an influence there. Um, but 
the way I was out in Phoenix and um, I was on a plane going back for Thanksgiving and um, I met a girl that I knew growing up. We were in Girl Scouts together and it's uh, Conrad Schneider's sister. She reached out to me. And what's really cool is she she called me every single week on Mondays, every Monday. And before, uh, you, you know, we had um, ID on the phones, she, uh, <laughs> she would call on Mondays. I got to where I would stop, like, answering the phone. And, um, but eventually I just just. I'm going to go get her off my back right. and start, you know, just go once and that's it. And I just never stopped going. That was 1994. I was baptized in March. Wow. You're not the first person to share that they went to church because someone just was so persistent. They mm-hmm. wanted to finally just get them off their back. <laughs> yeah. There's something to be said for persistence. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, how'd you guys meet and how'd you guys get together? Um, uh, I liked Rachel first. I saw her hanging out, I think with Lee Herget at church and, you know, who's that? And so I just remember, um, then I didn't know if she was a, you know, Christian yet or whatever, but then I remember seeing her in the singles ministry and, um, I, uh, I think she had a boyfriend at the time or something and I was interested in asking her out. And so I did ask her out and we dated, started dating and, um, it was great. You know, it was, it was great to have a dating relationship with a disciple, someone that has your same values. And so we did that. And, um, so it was pretty quick. I mean, we, I had been married before, so we were pretty mature in spiritually and in life, I think. So we had a, we had a pretty quick, uh, dating relationship. Um, and then we got engaged and we got married. But one thing we did is we decided that we were not going to be, that we were not going to, um, kiss at all or anything until, you know, our wedding day. So wow. yeah, I think that was really really cool <laughs> zero to 60 and nothing for yeah, us. It it's kind of hard on the wedding day to go yeah you can cut that <laughs> i think they'll figure out what you're talking yeah. about <laughs> yeah but yeah we did that so what was it you liked about bruce he was stable <laughs> <laughs> very, very stable. <laughs> uh, I had dated somebody be- right before him that was highly emotional. So it was good to <laughs> good to have uh, stability, and you know he had a car and stuff like that. That was good. Good thing to have. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Okay, so you guys had your career. Okay, and, and Rachel, you're a little bit younger than than Bruce. Now, Bruce, you recently retired, right? What, what were you doing for work? I did accounting for, uh, worked for a company for 28 years. And then uh, I went to another company, uh, was accounting for uh, seven years. And 
Um, so I, I, I'm not like a real risk taker. So I stayed at my job a long time, wanted to just build things up and uh, be stable. And I didn't want to have any insecurities of looking for jobs or being out of, you know, money or whatever. So, um, so yeah, I, I like I was pretty committed to my career and wanted to just build up what I could, you know, get a house, car, and, you know, have that financial security, I guess, what comes right. on with that. So, right. so you're stable, you're an accountant, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you decide at retirement, I want to go on a yeah. mission team. <laughs> Can you explain why? Tell me why you would want to go on a mission team after all those years. Yeah, there's a, a few reasons. Um, we had visited Flagstaff uh, in the summers for a few years, and um, so um, Rachel had always wanted to move up here at some point and was pushing me for that. And we went to a service at Flagstaff, and uh, we know the Burfords. You know, they've been been here and are good friends with them. And then one service in the summertime. Was a guy that came up to you know give a special lesson his name was rob skinner and he talked about you know planting this flag and we're going to just beef up this church and have a mission and you know since we've been talking about moving for a while and been spending summers up here and um i was pretty burned out on working and i thought man you know and rachel was pushing this too let's move up there you know can we can we make this happen and and kind of that was like the turning point we've been praying about it and thinking about it for a long time that was like the turning point okay now is the time we're going to go that what an opportunity to to go now and you know be with the burfords and be with uh you know something special right and so we just got blessed i think financially my career at work was going well and we just able to you know, look at our finances and see, hey, we, we think we can do this. Right. We can retire and maybe, you know, um, uh, fund us and not have to work, you know, and it looked okay. And, you know, I think looking at all of my friends and my kind of my co I want to say colleagues or people my age still working. They're always buying, they're buying big houses, new cars and just all this stuff. And, you know, I thought, yeah, I'd like to do that too, but really, where is that going to get me? I'm not going to feel, you know, I don't think that's going to fulfill me. So I think just uh, retiring, going on the mission team was something, man, that was challenging to think about. And uh, it was kind of scary, you know, am I going to go... I'm going to go and have to share my faith every day. That's not my thing, you know, (laughs) but man, it was just, uh, it was, it was challenging to think about, but like, this is what I need. This is what's going to be good for me spiritually. Mm. So I think that was a big, uh, big motivator. Yeah. What was driving you, Rachel? Um, I think we had, um, probably come up here probably every year for like 10 years, mm. uh, several times a year. And, and it was, uh, just a wonderful home family atmosphere in the church. And, uh, we just really enjoyed it. Even when it was in Chilson and Lorraine's living room <laughs> and there was just a few, you know, people, 
um, it was still a very special mm. place for us. And um, I also have some health pr problems. And so I kind of thought that I would get a little better if I was mm. in the pine trees. Okay. Well, let's talk about that. What can you describe? What are the health challenges that you face? What What's going on? I have dystonia. It's a neuromuscular disease where the brain tells the muscles to contract all the time. So um, people get like uh, Charlie horses. Um, it, those are kind of like what's going on and it doesn't stop um, most of the time. Just my brain never turns that off. It's a uh, it's similar to um, Parkinson's in some ways. I have tremors and things like that that are very, can be pretty significant on some days. Okay, so can you describe some of the other symptoms that you face? What are some of the challenges that you've had to face with that and especially being on the mission team? Um, I can be in a lot of pain. Um, but I, my pain is getting better here. Um, and I have these uh, bladder infections that are kind of, I can't feel them to be able to get help. And so I have other symptoms that are, um, it's kind of, it can get to be an emergency. I see. Yeah, like some of her stuff that she has is, affects her more than the average person, like the bladder infection she can have. Um, most people don't even know. They just take a, uh, a little prescription. It's gone a few days. Right. Hers uh, keep reoccurring. And then she has challenges with being able to actually walk when she has a bladder infection. So it can, you know, really have a bad effect on mobility mm -hmm. and got to stay in bed or you got to can't go places. Mm -hmm. so, so yeah, just the simplest things that, most normal people get for illnesses hers hers are just kind of magnified to be to be worse i guess okay most people one if they retire they don't think about going on a mission team they think i'm going to go to bermuda or something like that secondly if they've got health challenges that's a second strike they're saying no no way i'm, I'm going to not not go in a place that's challenging mm -hmm. what were some of the fears that you faced you know dealing with those things one of the things is, uh, you know, find, finding specialists here. Um, that's uh, kind of been a bit of a problem, but I can do everything on Zoom right now until they, you know, start wanting us to come into the, to see them. So, mm -hmm. um, so that's one thing. I was concerned that I wouldn't be able to do everything and I'm, uh, and so we kind of prepped the Burfords for me to like, just, we, I might not be able to do everything. And then, um, it's been getting better. My situation is better in some ways, you know? And so I'm glad that, um, I'm really thankful for that, uh, thankful to God. I, I think sometimes you just have to step out, mm. and just do stuff and mm -hmm. think about it later. Wow. Yeah. She's really worked hard on, um, 
help trying to get better through uh, obviously Western medicine stuff and then natural things and prayer and just kind of combined everything. And, you know, it's definitely not been easy at all, but uh, like since we've been up here, she's been doing better so far. We had, she had one setback in the beginning, but um, yeah, she just does the best she can, you know, how she's feeling that day. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think, I've just seen her get energized through um, reaching out too. That's that's right. really been really been good for her. That's one, you know, that's one of the big barriers to many people coming from, especially larger churches or established churches, large or small, is just the fear of evangelism. I mean, that's it's a huge barrier for everybody. Everyone's got hesitation and reluctance. I don't care how naturally outgoing you are. How did you overcome that fear just coming on the mission team and where were things at before you got on the mission team? Yeah, I think we were, you know, we were in the Phoenix church, uh, for, I don't know, 25 years. Well, actually since 1990 for me, but, uh, for the last 20 years or so, we were just kind of dealing with a lot of things, um, with our girls, uh, you know, raising them, focus on that, focus on career, focus on health issues. And, uh, I just feel like we were, you know, we were doing okay, but I feel like we just needed to take a step, um, step out and a, a new perspective, kind of a change. And so, you know, that was a little scary for me. Not so much for Rachel. She was already that here in her mind, I think, for a few <laughs> years. Um, but yeah, um, I think just, uh, I think just it was an, a fresh start for us, helped just being up here, being with new people too. Yeah. You know, the Mackies, being with uh, just everybody who got here on the mission team was just kind of, we didn't know anybody mm-hmm. then, but it was so cool because we we're all focused on, okay, here's what we're going to do and meeting together and just going for it was fun because everybody was kind of like uh, scared or whatever. Right. Don't know what we're doing, but just doing the best we can. And so I think that helped. Um, I think that helped get the... I don't know what it what, what you call it, be more calm or more uh, not so scared about things, I guess. Right. Uh, so I think that was really good for us. It was really good to have a fresh start. Yeah. Um, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We'll go on. Something really special happened yesterday at the service. I mean, first of all, the service was just awesome. I mean, so many people filled out the hotel room. The whole ballroom was just packed with people. Mm. But something really special happened for you guys yesterday. Can you describe what happened? Yeah, this is kind of our goal. Um, You know, we kind of tag on with Rob's philosophy to have a fulfilled life of, you know, with a purpose and help people. Um, So for the last part of my life, that's what I want to do. I want to help people become disciples and know God and have a life, a fulfilling life. And I think, you know, materialistic things and traveling the world and all that is cool. But I think there's nothing better than helping someone become a Christian. And that's really, that was our goal. And so, 
We uh, were able to do that yesterday. We baptized uh, Nick and Janice, who are uh, they're a Navajo local Navajo couple here wow. in Flagstaff, and uh, we met them in the mall at Flagstaff, uh, which is really cool. We have a fun thing we do every Thursday is we have a Bible talk in the Flagstaff mall, <laughs> uh, not outside the mall, <laughs> in the mall by the fireplace. They have their little area, gathering area. So we just go in there and invite. We pretty much invite everybody in the mall in, the, in 30 minutes and we go in the food court and they're having dinner. We just talk to them, they interrupt them and invite them to this Bible talk. It's freaky. But it's fun, you know, and so Nick and Janice, they said, yeah, we'll come. And they came to that Bible talk and um, they just wanted to know uh, more about God. They've kind of been around, at least Nick anyway, was uh, around different religions. And so he wanted to know. And we studied with them, with the Mackies for, you know, several weeks and they just want they just went for it they said you know we want to i want to get baptized nick said and so yeah we baptized them in our driveway yesterday in a horse trough and, uh, <laughs> it was awesome that's amazing yeah uh, we i don't know rachel and i were talking last night we ranked this up yesterday one of the top five days that we can remember wow uh you know of course our wedding is in there and stuff but it was big time for us we we loved it what was the process like for you Rachel. To uh, baptize them. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing to be able to help people and, you know, just to see uh, their changed lives. Um, you know, I'm just really proud of Janice and the changes that she made. And, um, she's just really grown on us, and I think we've grown on them. And, it's that's what it's all about just making more family mm. and we're really excited for them yeah that's it it was so awesome to be there to see that baptism and just to see how thrilled you guys were and the whole church was just on fire mm. i mean everyone was so pumped up i was just wondering how how you how you guys felt you know just what was going through your minds and what it meant to you so uh for me i i was uh, I'm from the same city that they're from, Farmington, New Mexico. And um, that was amazing hmm. to meet somebody uh, from the same place. Um, and for me, it was really neat to be able to help someone who's Native American because uh, that's actually been my dream for the last few <laughs> decades. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Excited. Yeah. Any yeah. thoughts for you, Bruce? Yeah, it just feels great um, to be able to have, uh, to live your purpose and be able to help people spiritually and just being out in the community, knowing that, you know, we're here just to reach out to people and show them what we, the type of life that we have. And, um, we just want to have more share with more people and be able to do that more. But it was really special to see them, uh, to, to be baptized and decide to live for God. It was really special. You know, you, you can, uh, have your favorite football team win a game. That's awesome. But man, when you see someone change right. uh, like that and go for it, that's even better. Yeah. There's nothing like that. 
it's it's pretty amazing. I, I think about you two retiring, making this decision. I remember coming up a year or two ago and talking about the beginnings of the mission team and you guys are just on board right off the bat. But with the, I didn't know about your health challenges at the time, Rachel, and I'm just so inspired by that. Mm-hmm. And it's as if you walked up to the plate for the first time in the major leagues and just hit a home run first time at the plate. I mean, you guys go on this mission team and then God just gives you an amazing couple. Where are you going to go from here? I mean, this is pretty awesome. Like what are your plans for the future? Keep on doing this. (laughs) It's working good. So let's just do that. Well, Rachel has a list of people that she has met and got phone numbers from and she follows up with them every week. And so she just loves people and loves to reach out to people. Mm -hmm. And I don't see her, you know, that changing at all. That's going to be her life, you know, and, um, I need to get better at that or at following up with people, but I know that together we're going to just go for it. We, you know, we bought the house up here so we could have people over. We bought a you know place that's, can accommodate a lot of people so we want to use our house to have uh whatever it is you know bible talks lessons parties or whatever and just make it a place where people want to hang out there's a campus ministry up here we'd like to have them over and help them in any way we can and so we just feel like we've been really blessed that's another thing since we decided to you know move up here and retire God's really blessed us with so many things like financially it just fell into place. Mm-hmm. We got this house last November before the, the market exploded. Cause now I don't know if we could afford to buy this house. And then we sold our house down there for way more than we expected. So we we're able to use that in our retirement fund. And it just seemed like things just fell into place for us and that God's really behind what we decided to do. So that really feels good. And so we just want to continue on here and, you know, finish out, I say finish out the last third of my life, um, helping people. That's being right. a part of this movement. So that's right. Yeah. For people who want to make this life count, who want to live a no regrets life and perhaps people that have health challenges, what advice would you give them, Rachel? So before we, uh, made this d- decision. I uh, I fasted a couple times um, for 20, 21 days each. Um, wow. I, it was the Daniel fast, so you get food with that. But um, I felt like that really helped prepare us for what was to come. Um, you know, it helped make the decision um more clear um but with health challenges um i think it's really good to just step out on faith and just do it you know like nike says and (laughs) you know uh god will take care of you you know no matter what what comes up um even if you get worse on the mission field, God is still there and he's still in control of that. Mm. And that's what he wants for us. Mm. So, 
for those who, who might be retiring, who are security conscious, what advice would you give them if they want to, if they want to make this life count? Yeah, I've, I've seen retired people. Um, they kind of, a lot of them just get grumpy, you know, they're just self-focused and, you know, looking for satisfaction, fulfillment and worldly things. Um, so yeah, I don't think you're, you'll find it. And I want, I know that when I'm, you know, taking my last breath or whatever, I want to just feel like, you know, there's, I've done it is the best that I can have done and not, you know, think, Oh, I just w wasted my retirement on myself, self pleasures or whatever. I want to be, want to go out feeling like I gave to people. Cause I know that's the only way I'm going to be happy or content. Mm -hmm. So I just think people need to think about that before they, you know, are buying second homes, larger homes, nicer cars or whatever. And, there's this, that's not what life was going to, I don't think that's what you, I just think at the end, you'll just have regrets and you think, oh, I should have, I should have done things different. So. Yeah. Well, Bruce and Rachel, thank you so much for coming on the program. It's, it's inspiring. I'm, we've built a friendship over the course of this summer and I've really enjoyed the, the month we spent together in, in Flagstaff and I'm thankful to God that we got to know each other. And it's been fun to spend time together this weekend. You're, you're a real inspiration to me personally. And I consider you friends to both Pam and me. So thank you very much. Thank you. It's great thank to be you here. so much for starting the church. <laughs> thank you so much for joining the Rob Skinner podcast. If you're enjoying this podcast, please hit the subscribe button and let your friends know about it and how to find it. Because my goal is to inspire you to make this life count live a no-regrets life, and multiply disciples, leaders, and churches. Have a great day and make this life count.